0: Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadek, Eric Siska, and we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to. we Thank you for tuning into the program this week. Uh, I am excited to be bringing Gary Busey back to the show. We are talking about 1992's Canvas, directed by Alain Zaloum. It is the single most Canadian (laughs) art heist crime thriller I've ever seen. And, you know, a lot of people, when, uh, Andrew, you left, left out a big hand, like, abuse is coming back. A lot of people started tweeting, like, all these things, like, oh, what about Rookie of the Year? And what about, you know, this other movie? And I wanted to be like, no, no, you never heard of it. No, 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 you'd never heard of it. Yeah. Stop, stop thinking of movies you've heard of and start guessing about movies you've never heard of. <laughs> See if
1: you can do that. Think about movies you may have dreamed about. Wait, this, this, wait, wait. People don't know
0: Canvas? <laughs> didn't grow up with Canvas. This is a film, it's an independent film, and clearly it was a thing where, you know, they got so much fun. They got an
1: independent viewer as well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one, one guy, opening day.
0: Yeah. Uh You know, it's it's clearly a thing where we're spending a lot of money to get Gary Busey to be a part of our movie. Then we're kind of spending a little bit of money to get John Reese davies to also be in my movie. Uh, a, a, and then it's just a bunch of Canadian people you've never, ever heard from again. He, or before. And here's the thing. We all rode the wave independent cinema in the 90s. And there were a lot of non-actors taking the screen and, you know, just either being just fine just like a lot doing of the, whatever they want with it. Like a lot of the people in those Kevin Smith movies are just total non-actors but they deliver their these are the worst non-actors I've ever seen on screen. Now Steve you didn't finish your sentence there. You, they they delivered their lines. <laughs> That's what you're saying, which is kind of funny. You're talking about delivering lines. Yeah, you yeah. blew your line, but your <laughs> your point was these people are actually giving performances. Yes. They're saying their lines, they're speaking in complete sentences these actors and and again folks it's a podcast so i'm air quoting with my fingers actors in this movie they're just flesh puppets i mean it's it's terrible (laughs) did i just make you hungry by saying flesh puppet hungry in a different way but (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean they're awful these guys and you know what's kind of weird this was one of the only times i've ever found imdb user reviews or, like, internet-related things about a horrible movie to be, like, really super forgiving. Like, one of the reviews was talking about this guy who's, like, the main character of this movie, and and they're like, this actor totally brings it to this film. And I'm like, were you watching the same canvas that I was watching? Because that guy is terrible. But it actually says there, review by this actor. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. So, it's basically, it takes... uh, Gary Busey is an art... He's an art... He's a, uh, he's art like, curator, I think. Yeah, guess.
1: he's like a, I think he like runs a gallery. Yeah, he's an
0: art, he's an art dealer.
1: Yeah, he's an art dealer and
0: he's a crime dealer as well. <laughs> a vicious crime dealer. Oh, he's really cutthroat, man. And his muscle is John Fries Davies, which is just <laughs> it's amazing. The, it's the flabbiest muscle you can <laughs> ask for. Fat old Sala. Oh, or well, Professor What's-His-Face from Slider. Oh, I can't even think of it, but yeah. <laughs> He's the only, like, literally, could you imagine being on a set and wishing you were working with Jerry O'Connell? Could you just, oh, at least Jenny gets the blocking right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're going to be here all fucking day. O'Connell can <laughs> get it done in two goddamn
0: takes. Man, I would love it if it turned out Jerry O'Connell was this like smash professional actor.
1: He had to be. I would love Jerry O'Connell and and this solo in the in a bar together talking about like how Hollywood doesn't appreciate them
0: and how they just don't get it. Oh, I appreciate John Reese Davies. I just don't appreciate Tomcats. They've got a big thing from Variety the day after Sliders opened, like it was a th- like like a theater production. Like, oh no, it sunk.
1: <laughs> they were up all night smoking cigarettes. Yeah,
0: exactly. I watched a lot of that show. I watched a ton of sliders, man. I, I watched none of Sliders. Really? Not yeah. even it, it nope. was like the X Files nope. lead in. You never nope. just got you never got to Fox a little early on a Sunday. <laughs> I then
1: I just changed it because I was like, I'm not watching that.
0: <laughs> not yet. Switch. <laughs> so he's the muscle and you would you would think if we're if we're gonna sink so much money into Gary Busey, who was nominated for an act, uh, nominated for an Oscar, and John Reese Davies, who's a you know a very recognizable face and a, yeah. a good actor in his own right? They one of at least one of these two people would be the main star. Like the yeah, but you're right. But it's probably a thing where they could only get yeah. him for so many days. So it's like, all right, all right Gary, Buse, you're the villain now. You're the villain. And you're you're honestly you're an absentee villain, Mm -hmm. is what you are. So we start the film. Gary Busey and John Rhys Davies are they they've they we just call them JRD from now on. JRD, yeah, yeah, I can do that. They have stolen, um, and this is this is my art history kicking in. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a Willem de Kooning painting of girl on bicycle Mm -hmm. or a girl on a bicycle. Oh, so
1: that's why it went missing. (laughs)
0: What? Why?
1: Because no, Gary Busey stole it. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> I don't think it went missing in real life. Well, no, I know. That's, yeah. Oh, I see.
1: Uh, I, I live in the world of canvas. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> you were so enraptured in it. In my reality, that's been stolen by by Ozzie Decker, art
0: thief. I would love it if you actually ran into Gary Busey and you ran the other way. Oh, it's a criminal.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. It's Ozzie Decker. I bet a lot of people do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See John Reese Davies in Subway? Aren't you dead? <laughs> spoiler alert. <he> spoiler, <laughs> yeah, I alert.
1: Like, Fuck. Spo- Wait, spoiler alert. He's di- oh, yeah.
0: No, no, he dies in the movie. <laughs> so they've stolen this Willem de Kooning and. This fucking nerd who's gonna buy this painting is like coming up all tough to them in this like in this like warehouse parking garage type thing, and this guy is hilariously just like getting ready for this art deal, and he starts doing all this blow. There's an amazing shot of Gary Busey looking at this guy doing cocaine, and he does like a bug eyed like, "Wow, that's a lot of cocaine," (laughs) and he just and because Gary Busey's an amazing actor, it's all in the eyes. He's like, "Wow, that's a lot." (laughs) <laughs> Your heart might explode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he, Gary Busey's there to deliver this painting and get his money. And now the guy says, that looks fucking ugly. That's not the oh, well, that's not the painting I uh, told you to steal. Yeah,
0: you know, de Kooning was an abstract expressionist, so it's clearly it doesn't look exactly like a woman on a bicycle. You know. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I guess what did he do? Just get like, an art catalog and just of just titles? It's like get it me a, wo- a woman on a bicycle. Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, you you asked for it, and Gary Busey, even though he's this like criminal, is he's very right. He's like, look, you asked for it, <laughs> bub. You know, like. Give me my $80,000. He's like, listen, this painting sold for over $1 million. You're getting it real cheap. Uh, Well, well, can't you just
1: put it back where you got it from?
0: (laughs) He does say that. He does, yeah. Well, the best part is he offers Gary Busey Coke, and only in this fantasy world does he not accept it. (laughs) Not when I'm working, bub. That's going to boil my mind juice. (laughs) If my gums recede anymore, I ain't going to have any more gums left. Just delicious teeth. It's gonna go lips, then teeth. That's all you're gonna see. I can't do any more blow. So this guy's like, "No way, man! I'm gonna go to the cops." And Busey's like, "Hold on!" And pulls out his gun. He's like, "Uh, maybe I'm not gonna go to the cops." And he does the old, "Open your mouth!" And like, he's gotta put his puts a gun in his mouth. And uh, all the while, John Reese Davis is like, oh, hold on, hold on. Come, come on, oh, Ozzy, no, oh, no, Ozzy. Now, Ozzy, just a minute here. This is
2: ridiculous,
0: Ozzy. <laughs> what's what's so stupid, though, is like, listen, Gary Busey, if you are making this dude suck your gun, okay, yeah. just, and you know you're going to kill this guy. Just blow his brains out. <laughs> Once he puts the gun in his mouth, rhys Davis is like, oh, great, and he's like pulling out a big garbage bag. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> He's got that crazy eyes and look, like, why'd you bring up cocaine? <laughs> so Gary Busey murders this guy and he's like, clean it up. Yeah, yeah he, he
1: shoots him like twice in the stomach or something.
0: Yeah, it's like a gut shot. And he he just he just kills this guy and he orders John Reese Davies to fucking take care of it, and he goes home for the night. And that's My like fucking garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> I steal paintings. I don't swab up blood. Gotta go, babe. <laughs> So that's like that's our intro, right? and it's like canvas nineteen ninety two's canvas, and I am so excited. I'm like, oh shit, it's gonna take all place in this warehouse. It's gonna be like kind of a fake, totally a fake reservoir dog, yeah, right, with fucking <laughs> you know, with Gary Busey and John Rice Davies, and maybe Ernie Hudson's gonna show up like any <laughs> mid level star. I could get into that. It would have been awesome, uh, but instead, we cut to this bike messenger. Uh, and and by the way, this is something I I would like to coin the cousin of fart rock. This is fart rap. <laughs> it, it is it really it is, is it is early '90s, just straight up one hundred percent fart rap. It's it's nothing musician who's doing shitty early '90s like pop rap, and it's just he's rapping about like when you want to go hard and you want to go strong, you gotta really kick it to the extreme. And I'm just like this. Sucks. I know. I just went from this great scene where Gary Busey murders this guy. You know, we're we're dealing we're dealing in the, in the in the it's like and and the world of art, fevery right? Like that's it's that's a sexy crime. Stealing these million dollar paintings like that's a sexy business to be in. And I'm like, all right, this is going to be a sexy Gary Busey thriller. I'm okay with this. There's cocaine, Willem de Kooning paintings. This is fantastic if you want to go hard and you want to go strong you have to go to the extreme and this fucking pussies on a bicycle wearing grey sweatpants and they paid so much for this song I guess they repro- this is the song at the end which is yes. so inappropriate for the end of this movie <laughs> yes it absolutely like it's fine is. for like this kinetic this frenetic scene where he's you know go, zipping through Toronto or whatever <laughs> Montreal, Montreal actually Montreal okay which and let's let's try to try to try to crack this egg a little bit here mm-hmm. at the start of this this conversation but the imdb plot summary of this movie clearly states that it's new york it's it, new york art uh, he's a new york, new york artist, artist. Yeah. it's like the new york art scene and blah 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 but it's wrong it's
1: it's, it's all wrong it's all to, clearly montreal and well amazon video at least like got it right when they're like no it's not new York. Let me just, <laughs> they're like oh let me use that but let me take that
0: out because <laughs> yeah. it's not well, because, I mean, they don't even do the fake thing that movies like this would do, like, you know, Rubble in the Bronx will, like, cut to, like, stock footage of the Empire State Building. Right. And then we're on the street in fucking Montreal. Yeah, exactly. No, there's there's nothing. But when I watched it the first time, I was, like, it's just really confusing. But the other part of it is the guys who play the two main – the brothers, the main characters. So we have an artist and then this bicycle messenger who's, like, the fuck-up, you know, Fredo Corleone, like, this younger brother – they're kind of just trying to fucking do, like, a New York thing, but it's kind of getting messed up because there's a Canadian thing happening, and it's just... It's... Hey, man, give me some of that marinara sauce. <laughs> Mama mia, this is a real crime keeper. It, it oh, is... hey there. Keep stirring that sauce, will you? Jeez.
1: It is, yeah. It, it And there's, there's levels of awfulness in, in the Canadian-ness of this, because... Because the the bike messenger, the younger brother Tony,
0: yes, much worse.
1: Oh,
2: he's the he's
0: <sighs> the worst actor I've <sighs> ever seen, and the, the,
1: and the Canadian accent on this guy. I don't know if anyone here has uh, watched uh, any Crawl show, <laughs> but Wheels Ontario, it, yes! that's what it is. Which
0: is amazing because this guy looks like a mentally challenged Nick Crawl, and he, <laughs> it's just this real oh hey there brother don't get me in trouble with the mafia he's so clearly not all there and like it's they're trying to do this like popa greenwich village thing yeah which is just a scummy fucking ripoff but like because this guy the backstory is this fuck up brother They haven't talked to each other a long time because he's such a piece of shit. He stashed (laughs) drugs and his in his artist brother's house, and his brother went to fucking jail for a year. He did jail time. Yeah, jail time because this idiot left a bag of drugs around, and it's like. And then when you hear this guy talk about it, like you just want to punch him in his in his blank stare face because he's just like. Oh, you know, I've done a lot of growing up since then, Johnny. Don't you want to take care of me like Ma said? Oh, fucking shoot me in the My face. God. I
1: think this is almost turning into like the episode we we, we said we'd never do on The Room.
2: <laughs> oh, hey, Mark, take care of me. Oh, hey,
0: Danny, sorry I put you in prison for a year. But no, listen. This actor makes yeah. Tommy Wiseau look like fucking Harrison Ford. <laughs> he makes him look like John Reese Davies. <laughs> and his mastery of the
2: English language. <laughs> Don't forget I'm in this movie, gentlemen. So this bike
1: messenger, <laughs> right, let's, let's keep the train moving here now. He gets mugged, like like he's he's, he's biking around. Yeah. He gets... A, a, to the extreme, punks. And then, punk. <laughs> this is punks in a car. Run them down. This punk, the lead punk, looks like uh, Roger Klotz from Doug.
0: <laughs> Holy shit! He totally. What well, with his
1: green skin? Well, no, no. But he's got the red. He's got the same haircut. He's got the leather jacket. Yeah, hey there,
0: funny. My parents are divorced. <laughs>
1: See what that led to. <laughs>
0: Hey, remember how stupid it was when they brought Doug from Nickelodeon to ABC and Roger Klotz was rich for no reason? Yeah, they just didn't want that shit anywhere near Disney. That was the most (laughs) botched
1: thing in the world. Yeah, that
0: was a botched transfer of a television show. You
1: changed those voice actors, I'm taking off. Maybe I will watch Sliders today.
0: (laughs) No, it was like transferring it to Nickelodeon from Nickelodeon to ABC is like when fucking uh Jeff Goldblum tries to transport that fucking baboon in the fly. <laughs> it just comes out all wrong. Yes. What came back was not human. Yeah, it did not live long. All right, so this guy gets mugged by Roger Klotz <laughs> and he's working for the big bob boss who's the second worst actor and I mean it's a photo fucking finish. And he's the second fattest actor in this movie compared oh. to John Rhys Davies. Oh, no.
1: No, 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 he's fatter. No, no, no. He's, he's bigger fatter than, he's he's bigger
0: bigger than, bigger, than no, John.
1: Oh, I, I've looked this guy up and down for a while now. You can tell he's fatter because here's the thing: it's like sometimes this this fat hides on you. He has, <laughs> he's got his big belly, and then down where his crotch should be, because that's where my eyes go. Giant second belly, yeah. belly crotch is where you you you
0: know. Oh, that, so he's he's got a fupa? Does he? Yeah, and I keep that shit clear. Career for the fucking. Yes. I, may, I may be overweight, but I've always been able to see my cock. John Rhys-Davies defending his obesity. <laughs> this guy looks like, and I mean, this is for all the wrestling fans out there, the guy that used to own ECW. <laughs> Dude, like, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of Paul Haven right now. And he fucking oh. looks exactly like it. Wait, I gotta say, i I'm trying to pull it off on my phone to show and, you. This is Paul Heyman. And if you don't know <laughs> oh my what gosh, Paul Heyman looks like, this guy... And the problem is, it's not just fat guy. It's fat guy with ponytail. With wh- long, <sighs> stringy yeah. ponies. Yes. And this guy's it's it's greasy. Mm-hmm. And he's totally fucking bald. It's kind of like a skullet going yeah. on. Yeah, it's a Paul Heyman is what it is. It's really <laughs> gross. And, you know, and he's... I don't he know. he wa- rules Montreal with an iron fist, I guess. Cause yeah. he's, he goes up to the guy, you know, he's pissed off. He doesn't believe that, you know, he was mugged. Obviously, why would you? Because this guy's a world class piece of shit. Now, here now, Canadian listeners, our, our our friends to the North, maybe we're just totally ignorant on this. Is there a strong Italian mafia population in Montreal? We all hate movies at gmail.com. What <laughs> is the Italian mafia situation? In the great city of and, Montreal, and what
1: accent do they use?
0: Because
1: <laughs> that's also interesting. Because you get none of the Quebecois, you know. You get, <laughs> yeah. you get none of the French Canadian in this movie whatsoever, despite its
0: location. There's no Quebecois. There's just these guys trying to do Italian accents. It's really weird. And you know, we cut to our the artist guy who is Frank. Is Frank, and you know, he's painting this thing, and his. His girlfriend, who I've been calling Flora Dern because she's a fake <laughs> Laura Dern. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, is just like, you know, she's, she's like, come on, let's have sex. Let's have sex. Like, All right. He's painting this thing and he's painting a, uh, a sign for a pizzeria, an Italian yeah. Montreal <laughs> pizzeria, Mona Mia's.
1: Yes. It's Mo. Okay. It's a, paint you a picture here. It's a, it's Mona Lisa delivering a pizza
0: because <laughs> she's got nothing better to do. <laughs> And uh, I, he's pretty uh, pompous about it. He is pretty pompous about it. And he delivers it to this... His, this pizzeria kind of comes to nothing in this movie. Like, you think it's going to be well, something... Well, because just, the owner of the pizzeria is kind of a character. And then, like, there's another... like. It's like a Don Corleone, but Montreal version, who's dining in the restaurant in another scene. This, the restaurateur is calling this Frank guy when trouble goes down. Like, hey, your sign's broke. <laughs> Trouble's going
1: down at the pizzeria. Call me back.
0: <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash WHM.
1: This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, <laughs> Mr. Rocket just handed me this.
0: So much to Frank's chagrin, he's torn back into the world of his brother because we are, and his fuckups because we are just ripping off the Pope of Greenwich Village. In case anyone was wondering, yeah, he's just gonna make a mess and make this guy clean it up, and he he's forty grand deep to Paul Heyman, which is really you know. <laughs> Dude, you do not want to be. That was Taz's introductory contract. <laughs> wow, dude! One, I have not thought about Taz in like ten years. <laughs> Two, is Taz dead? No, I think he's still doing. I think he's doing still doing WWE stuff. Is he really? He was a, an announcer for Good a while. For him. Yeah. I, I mean, I have not watched wrestling in like fifteen years. I, I don't know like what the 10, fuck's going maybe. on. Yeah. I got no idea what's going on. So the whole thing is like he's got this art show coming up, right? And it's like Frank's big art show where they're opening up <laughs> their loft to, you know, for people to come in, maybe buy the art, you know, we'll see what's what. Yeah. And this fat guy shows up at at the, you know, at the, at the show yeah. and he's looking for this younger brother cuz I guess the whole thing was like the the fat guy was getting drugs delivered to him, and that yeah. that's what was in this idiot's bag when he got mugged by by right. like, Roger Plotz. Clots, <laughs> Clots. I apologize. So he's like, "Oh, yo, where's where's your little fucking brother? I'm gonna beat his ass, you know." And <laughs> you know, it's, he
1: demands to speak. to speak to him outside, and like he has to tell his uh, girlfriend, "Like, hold on, I got to go. T- I got to have a." Shady conversation with uh, a man <laughs> so big I can actually be in the shade.
0: <laughs> this guy, by the way, our, our leading actor is losing his hair. I mean, admirably, yep. but losing his hair. Uh, and he's fighting the good fight, <laughs> but we're on we're on the back you know, stretch just, of this I just, battle.
1: I just realized what a knockoff he was of Ooh. Elias Codes. He do, yes, yeah.
0: he looks like a very poor man's Elias Cotes, yes. who is. Like that, that's, the thing, that's what I was getting at is the beginning of this scene like Flora Dern's like hey there's a lot of eligible guys here to her like spinster friend and she's like you got the hottest hunk in town and I'm like no she doesn't <laughs> No, Montreal's a big city guaranteed there's a ton of hunks out there and Elias Codius is a good looking guy like he's like a, a weirdly attractive dude this guy's just <laughs> ugly man. you know why because Elias Codius has a fucking spine <laughs> <laughs> like this character is just like oh you know I don't Know what's going on here, fat guy? I can't tell you what's going on. Look, I'm just painting pictures. Can't you see? Like, I'm gonna fucking kill your brother, and then I'm gonna eat him. <laughs> <laughs> nom, 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 yeah, nom, it's nom. A
1: fucking Jabba Jab- <laughs> Do Hut.
0: Jabba Do Hut. In deep
1: with Jabba Do Hut. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for dropping my shipment of spice at the first sign of an imperial cruiser. <laughs>
0: even I, even my art gallery gets boarded sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Yes. And he comes, my favorite line is he comes back and his girlfriend's like, "Hey, what's going on? What did that mobster want?" And he's like, "Oh, nothing." She's like, "Hey, we're out of beer." He's like, "There's more beer behind the couch." He says so he's good. got a stash. <laughs> my stash behind the couch. It's like you live in a loft. I can see your couch. How are you just putting things behind it? That's not a stash. You just put something on the floor. And and she, she can't see this.
2: <laughs> yeah, did I, you
0: look behind the couch, lady, or what? <laughs> And there should be a countdown because it, there's many long expanses between when Gary Busey is in this movie. And I really feel like there should be a little clock. Like, you know, like get a, a, get a little teeth clock going. Yeah, like like a pop up video kind of thing. Exactly. Every time it comes off it's like or, 40 or like minutes.
1: a or like a warning thing, like a little little chatter teeth come up in the corner. Like Yeah, it's like ten oh, minutes till I'll teeth.
0: Be, I'll be back in ten minutes. <laughs> like what what you would need to know you you know you could put your three D glasses <laughs> back on. <laughs> you could, oh you still got time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Man, those totally obnoxious partial 3D movies. Mm. Fuck that. That was Dude. that original uh, not the original uh Superman Returns was a partial 3D movie. I remember seeing that and like being like, yeah. "All right, I guess I'll put them back on." Yeah, it was totally obnoxious. Ooh. Like, I don't like 3D movies, but like at least now we can just leave the glasses on the whole fucking time. That on and off shit was really distracting. So, so the whole thing is then the phone rings and this is the 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 phone call from the restaurant that's like you better get down here there's someone you might want to see kind of a thing and it's you know he's like oh I got to step out for a little bit and she's like she's like well what if someone shows up and is actually interested in any of your paintings he's like "Mm, I'm not gonna count on it so I'll be back in a few minutes don't make me laugh on I'm having a hard day so we'll
1: we'll have another party on another Saturday
0: (laughs) call it an art opening yeah. And he gets there, and his brother's like, Tommy, I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, my God, you're the worst fucking brother in the world. (laughs) I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. (laughs) And he's like, man, I should have put you in a fucking pillowcase and dropped you into a river, because then at least I could be back at my art show. And, you know, he kind of says, all right, I'll straighten things out with this fat guy. Even though I'm not a mobster, I am i have no money to pay your bills. I'm like, I'm practically homeless. Like, <laughs> what exactly do you expect me to do right here? And it's awesome, too, because he's like... And another one of this dude's amazing line deliveries deliver, he's like, Frank is like, oh, you fucked up, you fucked up, you idiot, you're, what are you, what are you, you're on drugs again. And he's like, no, I swear I'm not on dope again. It's like, dude, you might be on something, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're just doing the guy from fucking American Movie now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, hey there, we're going to do some acid now and get, steal a painting. Oh, all the surge. I was driving that bicycle, you know, and I was going really fast, you know, and then I just, all of a sudden, uh uh-oh, here's a Ninja Turtle and an acid flashback, and I fell over and I guess these kids stole my weed. Then I I legitimately met Paul Heyman from the ECW. (laughs) No, Frank, I'm serious, I met Paul Heyman, he was here, we split a case of Surge, and then I asked Paul Heyman if he had any acid, and he said no. So now I owe him a lot of money. (laughs) Long story short, I owe someone forty thousand dollars and a thick pack of thurge. Jesus
1: Christ
0: <laughs> this movie, man. I mean, it's the it... movie that does it to do you. I think we found the one. <laughs> So he goes back to the art opening and he's like, and luck, as luck may have it, famous art dealer Ozzy Decker is there. <laughs> Fuck it, walks in like he owns the place. Man. Oh yeah, he strolls right in, doesn't he? It's awesome. And that's, that's, you know, Gary Busey, man, no matter the movie, he is giving a commanding performance. He is always giving 110%. And you know what? I actually really enjoy this performance because he, he sells me that some of these are these paintings are worth the fucking damn you know what I mean like <laughs> oh, yeah. which are terrible And he's like you know I really love the chaos of this one it's your brushstrokes it's just it's just absolute madness absolute madness <laughs> the, the, the canvases aren't big enough for you. Oh, that That's the best thing. I mean, listening to Gary Busey be an art critic. Okay. He's selling me on it, man. Yeah, it's only, It's always, you know, it's that old improv thing of like play, you know, the highest intelligence, even yeah. if you're making it up, make it sound like you know what you're talking about. And Gary Busey is being totally convincing in this bullshit art criticism. And he's, you know, he's like, why don't you come down to my my, my gallery tomorrow? Uh, I'd like to sell a bunch of these paintings for you. And the guy's like, the, the best part of this whole yeah, scene yeah, is the go. guy is just like, oh, you know, that's uh, really great, man. Thanks a lot. Also, over here, my girlfriend's got some photographs. And Gary Busey just <laughs> stares at this dude silently for five seconds and goes, well, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Not Interested in these shitty photographs. <laughs> Flora Dern's like, okay. I'll just. And it's great. He's like, uh sorry, I couldn't get him interested <laughs> in your photographs. And she's like, oh, that's all right. Guess I'll just throw him in the garbage. So he goes to meet Busey the next day, and it's this meeting where it's like it's he's nuts. signing for the Yankees. You know what I mean? Like, this- <laughs> oh, is this
1: what, is this the Yankees policy? I take fifty percent what you make.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. By the way, yeah, This guy's yeah, my, guy my agent a, fee is half. This guy is a fucking moron. And you know, he's like, well, you can shop around if you want to. And he's like, <laughs> no, no, that sounds good. Take half of anything I make. That's yeah, I think that's great. And I'm like. Do you know anything about the business you want to be in? I know the answer is no, but does he? (laughs) It's a seesaw of the worst negotiation in history. Because first of all, Busey's like, hey, I want half. And he's like, sold. And he's like uh can i have a forty thousand dollar advance and he's like hey sounds good it's like no <laughs> neither of these things should be happening but because gary Busey's a criminal and he sees that this dude is in trouble he agrees to the loan because he knows he's just gonna take advantage of this guy right yeah you know, he's, like, he's
2: like yeah sure
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you can have fifty thousand dollars <laughs> that's fine but
1: pretty much immediately he's he's like now
0: I got a truck. You got to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't even wait. He's not like yeah. No, he's basically saying you know there's no there's no dipping his toe into the thing like like this guy Frank doesn't like sort of slowly find out that Gary Busey's is a criminal. It's like, bam! I'm a criminal. Here's what we're doing. You agree to it, and he's like, oh, you know what? This is not for me. And he's like, come on. I, I bet you a real bit. You're in real tough shape. You really need this money, right? You really need it. And he puts. The keys to the truck in his mouth. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like playing with it with his teeth. It's it, grotesque. It's a really weird scene. Because also, too, he's like, he says something. I don't know what the context is, but it's during the whole negotiation thing. And it's before he asks for $40,000. Like, he's like, he says something about, like, uh, he says, like, I might need an advance. And Gary Busey's like, what do you need?
2: Fast car.
0: Fast women. And he's like, uh, $40,000. <laughs> oh, didn't see that coming. <laughs> you want to play around with John Reith Davies? He's in the back. Hello, I'm in this
2: movie too.
1: So, like, it's like an easy job to set him up in the world of art capering. <laughs> because Gary Busey uh, like it's like his truck like w- one of his paintings or something I think it's like a thing where it's like it's not true. to implicate him in all the insane art theft that's suddenly <laughs> happening.
0: Well like, that's that's the problem too is like it's every night there's a new art heist. So it's a one night
1: they do two.
0: <laughs> like why well, no one's putting it together? It's yeah. it's, my, it's Montreal. There is a reason no one's putting it together. We're introduced in this very scene to This FBI agent. Oh, I forgot about this. This dude walks in and he's like, "Hello, movie. I'm from the FBI." And Gary Busey's like, "You know, oh, how can I help you?" And the guy's like, "All right, listen. You know, I just wanted to let you know there's been more paintings stolen." And then
1: Gary Busey just like takes the file from him. is like, "Oh, well, keep me updated.
0: (laughs) I want to hear every every breaking news scoop you have." And then he throws it in the garbage. (laughs) And then the guy's just like, "Well, thanks." (laughs) See you later, movie. Oh, before you go, real quick. I thought the FBI didn't have jurisdiction in Canada. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's. Oh, did he say FBI? He says he's from the FBI. Which maybe again, he's a female body inspector. <laughs> <laughs> he just loves the uh, art. Oh, he got that fucking. He went to like Newport Beach and bought that fake wallet. That is th- th- this season. There was a such an amazingly written joke on an episode of Archer where he's he taught Archer talks about having a female body inspector t-shirt and he, he says something like uh, you know I got it on my trip to Myrtle Beach and I'm like yes Myrtle <laughs> Beach is where they fucking make those t-shirts like it was just such a perfectly tuned joke I was like oh I love you Adam Reed you're the best
1: yeah it's a great show
0: so yeah this and this FBI guy just comes and goes and that's the end of him he never comes back into the movie he never makes Waves, you know, he's not hot on the trail of Gary Busey. He's not even cold on the trail. There is no trail. He he goes to the end of Movie Town. Speaking of things that should be in the movie but but aren't, so he's like, all right, it's gonna be. You gotta strike at midnight. You gotta knock out the guard. It's not gonna be too difficult. (laughs) You know, he he's overweight. You you, you knock out the guard. You you stash the car, and he does all this. He says all this stuff, and then the next scene, the guy's driving the truck. Like it all (laughs) happened. Don't you don't want to see that heist (laughs) done and done? Yeah. Yeah, it's. Look, the movie isn't that long, but it's like that seems like a pretty crucial scene, right? The the scene where like this guy is committing his first ever crime. Yeah, it's a real turning point in his life. He's clearly hit rock bottom. He's trying to help this mentally disabled brother of his that just keeps fucking up. You want to see that scene, director? It's not
2: yeah. like I'm mentally disabled. It's just that I've done forty one hits of acid, and when you do that, you lose a lot of brain function. <laughs>
1: So he pulls Gary Busey's truck into Gary Busey's garage. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: and the cops are none the wiser by the
1: <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> Gary Busey like gives gives him the money. The guy's offended that it's not the forty thousand dollars, which you know, good. Uh, Gary Busey's right here to give him only a grand for
0: this. Yeah, he's like, look, you really didn't do that much. You just went and picked something up and drove it back to this garage.
1: So now, see, he's got you. You got to taste the action. You yeah, got yeah. a little lick of that ring. Now you want more, right? So now he's gonna, like, he's gonna get this guy going with him for a few weeks here, doing all the art capers.
0: Well, Gary Busey says to him, you know, at the at the end of a week or at the end of two weeks or whatever it is, you will have your forty thousand dollars. It's just, just not like a one time deal. Oh,
1: I just realized something. I guess that's Canadian dollars. <laughs>
0: i mean it might be but you know then again someone from the u.s treasury could come into this movie <laughs> with the fbi agent because this movie has no idea what fucking city it takes place in the king of america shows up
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god with that with that golden scepter of his
0: <laughs> that's the next star guys no so he gets, he meets up with john reese davies he's like this guy's your valet. He's going to teach you everything about Arneisen. And John Rhys-Davies is like, oh, hello. It's like he's kind of a little disappointed in the fact that he's still being like number two to Gary Busey. <laughs> when he introduces uh, our our character Frank to John Rhys-Davies, there's a totally hilarious continuity error. It's like the office scene is you – know, Gary Busey's got like his, his golden Gary Busey locks – but then when we cut to this scene where the heist is about to happen all of a sudden Gary Busey's got like brown hair in this one scene his hair is noticeably darker than it normally is for the rest of the movie I gotta dye my hair again we're doing the box for Buddy Holly it's coming out on VHS
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, okay that makes sense
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna cut my hair or nothing I'm just gonna put a hat on Oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh, Gary has falling on another motorcycle everyone <laughs>
0: This is pre-motorcycle, right? We always need to keep oh, that in mind. Well, I no, think this 19, is right after. 1992.
1: Uh, oh, wow. You saw, I think it was late 80s
0: he had his accident. Was John davies on the back of that bike? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Gary, look out!
1: And <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, then he used food as comfort. That <laughs>
2: <laughs> Watch out for the train!
1: <laughs> One of my favorite. JDR moment. Oh wait, <laughs> JRD. JRD moments is uh, when pretty much right after this, like he's driving in the car, the van with Frank, and Frank's complaining that there's no music, you know, like oh, yeah. he can't do. It. Oh yeah. So then uh, John Reece, like he turns up the music, and the dude says it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's like
0: Greek music. Yeah, you know?
1: he's like, oh, what's the matter with you? You don't like bazooki music?
0: <laughs> I can't do
1: the voice, but. That's what he's doing.
0: music. I don't know what... I mean, I guess it's a type of... No, it of is. It's, it's, like an, it's an instrument, I believe. Oh. Yeah. It's sort of like a guitar. Like a mandolin, kind of, because it sounds yeah. very mandolinish. Yes. And, you know, it's like... It's uh, a music from mythology times. I mean, it's it's fucking Greek music John Reese davies is playing an off-the-boat Greek Yes. Let the man listen to his music You're in his car Well, you missed the part where they get into his van And he's like, oh, wait, you ain't got no radio he's like, Oh no, I keep it under the sheet, it's the 90s <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah Because he's got that fucking slide-in radio oh, Which yeah. is the best joke in MacGruber Oh yeah Because my is. dad totally had that And I just remember <laughs> to go to all sorts of family functions And my dad had this fucking radio purse with him Oh, your dad's bringing it in the house. Oh yeah, you can't just leave it in the car, dude. Oh man, that's <laughs> awesome. That's total McGruber. That is total McGrewber. Oh man, I love McGruber. Yeah, it's amazing. We should paint uh, John Reese Davies here because his, his, <laughs> his the, the, the figure yes, he cuts please. in this movie is pretty fantastic. A morbidly obese Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> well, he's well. First of all, his... well, first of all, more, more, Captain Lou Albano is no slim chicken. <laughs> But continue. Well, well. <laughs> I think
1: one distinctive thing is they put a hat on him.
0: It's a Dom DeLuise fat guy hat. No,
1: but it's also a Greek guy hat. Yeah. I've, you know, yes. We yeah. live in a
0: very Greek neighborhood here <laughs> and in And have York. for a long
1: time. And it kind of looks yeah.
0: like he, he came in second to be Bluto and Robert Altman's Popeye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, you know what? You're on the money there.
0: He does look exactly like Bluto. Now, who's playing Bluto in the Altman flag? I forget. Just some I, It's a big fat no, but is it Paul oh. Heyman?
1: No, <laughs> but, I think it's uh, like, oh, God. was he, One of the guys from Crime Wave, I want to say. Oh, yeah, It's like something really deep, I think.
0: And he's got this Don King medallion. Oh, yeah. He's bedazzled in this movie. It's this gigantic gold <laughs> sphere on him. And like he's... He's so proud of it, it's in every scene because it's actually a crucial plot point in this film at some point. <laughs> so, speaking of crucial plot points, so while this, the drive is going on, Gary Busey meets up with another associate of his. And this is a really cloudy, confusing moment here in the movie. But so it turns out. John Reese davies has had another partner Mm -hmm. on these heists. And it's this this bald guy. He kind of looks like Sean Penn in Carlito's way. Yeah. And uh, Gary Busey's like, now, uh, my friend uh, JRD tells me that when you went on the last heist, you got caught on a security (laughs) camera. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, but it's only one security camera. (laughs) So it ain't no big deal, you know? (laughs) And he's like. Yeah, you're right. It probably isn't a big deal. Let's just be safer next time. And then Gary Busey breaks this guy's neck and just leaves him for dead. It's insane. It's amazing. He just, it just, out of nowhere. Out it, of nowhere, Busey neck break. It's like a Seagal neck break. Like in, in the <laughs> movies, I feel like necks are a little more malleable than they are in real life. Yeah, probably. Like, probably like true. If I had all day to break some guy's neck, I couldn't do it. Like, you know? So <laughs> like, you lock me in a room with a guy who's totally willing to have his neck broken. I was like, all right, Steve. Just break his neck. It would take me a long time. By the
1: way, if you want to get your neck broken, go to the creepy Craigslist that
0: Steve's on. Put up a little ad, Steve. Steve will try. But it's one of those crazy neck breaks too, where like he's kind of got him in like a a backwards headlock. Mm -hmm. So like Gary Busey's facing forward, and this guy's like bent over backwards, and Gary Busey's got him by the head and does a a, just like a like he's jerking it up till this dude's own body weight breaks his neck. It's (laughs) horrific. It's amazing. And the funny thing is he calls him Michael in this scene, and I'm almost positive later in the movie he's referred to as Brian. <laughs> like it's just it's like that big of a fuck up. Oh, probably. So not only are you doing two heists in one night, you're doing two heists and a murder in one evening. Like, dude, the cops have to be at your door. I'm sorry. It's a small enough town. And you're only working in the it's not like you're doing, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go rob this art piece. And then rob, rob this painting, and then you know go steal drugs from the the Cubans down down the street. Like no no no, you're you're you're, you're working in you know, a crime wave. You are like the Joker at this point; everyone knows what your next move is going to be. Yes. <laughs> so it's like that's like the first night of criming, you know. And he explains like I am going to need you a lot more times. He gets he the the second thing that they pick up. Not that it's super important, but it's kind of hilarious. Is this a photorealistic painting of a Native American. Oh yes, yes which is amazing. only important because the next day, because John Reese Davies was off that day and they, they they couldn't find Busey. It's a scene between him and his girlfriend, and he's painting the Indian <laughs> on her back. Yeah, that's uh, really stupid. Yeah, what a what a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> what I wanted to mention about uh, this, the second robbery that they do that night, though, is they're robbing. Uh, this like old museum or something that doesn't have much security or something like that, and they get out of the car and the guy is like, "Wow, this place is really old. It's creeping me out." And John Reese Davies tells a ghost story. <laughs> <forgot about> <laughs> he tells he tells an honest to goodness, one hundred <laughs> percent Canadian ghost story, and then. It just cuts like you expect him to be like, (laughs) I'm just fucking with you, Frank. (laughs) And he's like, and then they say spirits come out at night. And I walk these grounds. <laughs> well, let's go break into this museum. <laughs> and he just saunters off. And I'm like, no, no, no. You got to tell him, uh, uh, John Reese Davies, come back. You have to tell him you're fucking with him. You just, you just legitimately told the ghost story. If you walk away, also old pro, don't <laughs> put the willies into your fucking. you your, like you're your, noob. He's yeah. the worst
1: at <laughs> yeah. trying to train this guy for he anything. He's, he's just <laughs> terrible because, like, when he's being really cautious around the Native American painting. Like Reese Davies is like, "Oh, you can just take it off the wall. <laughs> you
0: just rip it right off the fucking wall. Five finger discount. <laughs> what if John Reese Davies somewhere in the back of his head, right? He's like, this guy is trying to he's trying to replace me. He's trying to get Gary Busey to replace me. Well, I'll show Gary Busey. I'm going to make this guy a shitty trainee and he'll be terrible and then I'll have this job forever." <laughs> He's just like, oh, yes, ghost stories. Rip it off the wall. <laughs> Clap your hands while the security guard walks by. Now, what you want to do is run into this police station with your gun out. He does his like, <laughs> suicide by cop, and he just
2: walks away.
1: As the bullets go, he walks away, puts his little Greek fisherman hat back on, <laughs> throws a net over his shoulder.
0: Lights his pipe. Yeah. Oh man, he does have a pretty sweet life in this world. I would like to be an old, almost retiring art thief. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be that bad. No. It would be probably great. be kind of bad, but it would be not that bad. Yeah, you know, you just you know you gotta skip town. I mean, I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna look like John Reese Davies in 20 years anyway. <laughs> Speaking of other stories that John Reese Davies tells, he's like ta- they're this is after they've stolen this Native American painting, and they're they're making the drive back and he's talking about, like, how easy it was or something like that. And he's like, he the guy's like, you call that easy? And he's like, well, yes, of course I do. You should have been there when we robbed Trump's place. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? You robbed Donald Trump? <laughs> and again, that's why I'm like, oh, okay, New York, right? <laughs> so then, because this movie has no fucking idea where it takes place, later on... He says something about, like, that was easier than the time we robbed Onassis. And he's like, now wait a minute. You told me you robbed Donald Trump. Now you're saying you robbed Aristotle Onassis? And he's like, oh, Onassis Trump, I robbed them both. And I'm like, no, you didn't. <laughs> First of all, no, you didn't. I, Second of all, <laughs> no, you definitely didn't do that. He also
1: has JFK's brains. <laughs>
2: Well, it's also it like... was missing, didn't you? The Warren Commission couldn't find it. I, can't do it. <laughs> I went under his bedspread, and there they were.
1: <laughs> he was always sulking around that White House.
0: <laughs> so they do the the sensual back painting, and what's awesome is, like, while he's doing it, she's like just laying there, you know, and, and she's like, "Is it finished?" And he's like, "No, I have a few strokes left." And then I guess. Uh, I can take a picture of it and say that you took it or something. <laughs> but then it cuts to like him trying to wash it off and then she's instantly pissed off. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is it off yet? And he's like, no, not not just yet. <laughs> Should have used a lighter paint set. Sorry. So
1: she's the titular canvas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's great is at, at, somewhere around this back painting part, there is an honest to goodness fade to black for a commercial break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which it's like Come on. Who's broadcasting this movie on, on commercial television? And by the way, the, with a name like
1: Canvas, I thought this was going to be about art foraging. Yeah. for, for, for forging. It, it, forging.
0: Forging, Forging. Yes.
1: Yeah, foraging is what it, Gary Busey's doing. <laughs> yes. He's just foraging he's, around. He's foraging
0: <laughs> art, yeah. Forging for a neck to break. So. <laughs> give you a Colombian necktie. <laughs> oh, he's done a few, this guy. This guy played for the keeps. The, so the stakes go up because he's... Visited by this old, this woman who's like, okay, you need to steal two paintings, each for four million dollars each, you know, and you have until sunup to do it <laughs> for some fucking reason. Not like, well,
1: he thought, like, I guess he initially thought, like, well, I could do one tonight, and then <laughs> the, the, the another one tomorrow night, <laughs> yeah, just one of But she wants them both by
0: morning. And he's just like, I, I guess we can do that. <laughs> of course they can. They did it the night before. <laughs> There was already two robberies in one night. There's no, like, and that's the thing is, like. Frank's going to have to pull a double shift. <laughs> exactly, because Lord knows I'm not doing shit. <laughs> I'm out breaking necks. Frank is, like, it's he's he's supposed to be, like, this old pro. Oh, the next big score is coming in. And, like, he doesn't do any casing. You know what I mean? Like, he's not, like, he doesn't have any tricks. Like, he's, like, cutting securities. And he's like, I don't know. Break it with a hammer. Like, you know, <laughs> what I mean? just cut it out of the wall, Indy. <laughs> and
1: by the way, when Frank goes to work that night, he's he's like heard on the news about the guy who got his goddamn neck broken <laughs> oh, next yeah. to some piece of art. And he tells, you know, Sala about this. <laughs> and Sala's just like, he's like, oh, I
0: guess we have a uh, competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. There's multiple art themes on this. Tiny island, Canadian city. <laughs> It'd be great if he's
2: like, oh, I
0: guess we have competition. If you'll excuse me for a second, and then he goes to the other.
2: Oh, Brian! Oh, Brian! Why were you so vain? Or Scott, whatever your name was. Oh, how I'll miss you.
1: <laughs> he's blown kisses at the sky.
2: <laughs> Wherever you are now, you're stealing paintings from Jesus. Say hello to Michelangelo <laughs>
0: <laughs> or something.
1: I wonder if that is a I wonder if art theft is a job in the afterlife. Like the devil wants you to steal uh, from
0: I don't know. George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a real party you got in the afterlife. It could happen. <laughs> it could. Sounds pretty rocking so at some point in here betwixt all the art thievery uh it's we're going back to this fucking fat guy yeah to sort of like show like he's like I got whatever it is like, like five grand or he's got like ten, I think at this point he's got ten grand because the next one was worth more I think he's yeah. done like twelve crimes in two days at this point <laughs> he's done a literal crime wave and there are zero police officers to be found and The best part about this scene is they open up at the Fat Guy Strip Club and the stripper looks exactly like Penny Marshall. (laughs) (laughs) You're so fucking right. It is like the G team (laughs) is out there on this strip club. And this guy is just like, hey, you boys like what you see, huh? I'm pretty proud of this strip club I own. And I'm like, you fat pig.
1: <laughs> well, there was a scene earlier as well that he, where, where he drags the, the little brother out and throws him against the wall and just shoots the wall.
0: Oh, yeah, to really put the fear of God in him. Yeah, kind of and
1: thing. be like, I'm not messing around. And then he just, like... Fat guy shuffles off into like, just like, into the city. Like, yeah. there he well, goes. the
0: fat guy also has this vague number two. Yeah. Who's this kind of like, it's kind of funny because he's a tall guy and he's a little buff, but he's also significantly older than everyone else <laughs> in every scene that he's in. Yeah. It's just like this 60 year old bodyguard, just like, hey. Don't fuck around with that fat guy. Like like someone's like really stern dad, you know. I'll I'll box your ears. Hey, by the way,
1: this is this is as much as the uh, elaborate world of the mafia we get to see is the fat guy and the old guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That's it. I mean, the other side of it is. This, this Italian restaurant, you know, the guy says, uh, hey, see that old guy in the corner? He lent me money to open this restaurant. Maybe he'll help you out. And it's hilarious because our, our hero, Frank, gets discriminated against because he's an artist. So the guy's like, Frank's like, listen, sir, um, you know, my brother's in a real jam. I need to borrow $40,000. Is there any way you could help me out? You know, and the guy's like, yeah, hey, yeah, family's really important, eh? Uh, <laughs> let me ask you something. Uh, what do you there do for a job? And he's like, Oh, I'm a painter. And the guy's like, Oh, very respectable houses, painting houses. And he goes, uh, No, sir, like paintings. He goes, Oh, well, get the fuck out of <laughs> here. Like, he basically well, says like he lent money to some other artist and the dude ripped him off. What
1: kind of jam does a painter get into? Strawberry. <laughs> Your Mickey Mouse problems aren't welcome here, kid. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I lent uh, forty grand to this director. He made some movie called Canvas. It'll never be seen. <laughs> I'm never gonna see a nickel off of it.
1: That guy called himself an artist too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then the film turns inward on itself. Whoa. Crazy. Honestly, at the next point, we could just start talking about the dragon scene because nobody knows what the fuck we're
1: talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It makes sense. Let's talk about the next big heist the heist they have to do at the big house where. Oh, God. Where the guy has to be in the house to break into it. Twist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, as Sala explains, this guy has a very elaborate security system, and the only time it's turned off is when he's in the house.
1: So, they're staking it out, and they're looking in binoculars to see if the guy is home.
0: Mm -hmm. It's the only time there's any preparation done in this film at all.
1: And Sala is just watching them start to have sex. Yeah,
0: there's the fella who owns the house, and then this babe who's just completely nude. But she's in on it. It turns out she's in on it. She's one of Sala's gals. (laughs) And he, Whoa! Would you like something from my harem, Indy? <laughs> that Marion Ravenwood's a real pain in the ass, Indy. Have your pick.
1: So he hands the binoculars to Frank, and Frank looks, and he's immediately offended.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah he's fucking disgusted with JRD.
1: And this line—do you do you remember this
0: line that happens? Well, he sees the guy. You know, he's like, what? What what are you getting off on this or whatever? And he goes, no, I've got porno movies of my own, <laughs> or something to that effect. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's it's. Hey, I got porno movies at my own home. I don't need this. I'm into it. I just love. The, I don't need this button.
0: Like but, I'm I'm not I'm not jerking off. I I don't need it. I'm just taking it in. Well, I also love that his response isn't. Like oh I you know I got I got a girlfriend at home. It's like no I've got porn at home. I've got porn on pizza at home. I'd be fine. So
1: many Greek pornos. <laughs> all these grimy VHS tapes that are all blue and white. Dude, when this guy for the Greek flag, not because of the white. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, go on. When this guy says that he has pornos of it all his own at home, okay, and you're looking at this man, you see how he's dressed, he's got a see, medallion on, <laughs> you see the <laughs> van that he drives, it just puts everything together, and you can instantly picture what this guy's home life is like, and it's disgusting. Well, that's because that's why he's still like a number two, is because he's wasting all of his money on pornography and like phone sex. Yes. Pornography, <laughs> licorice liqueur.
1: <laughs> oh, I just got, he just gets home, he pours himself some of that licorice liqueur. Sambuca. I gotta, yeah, yeah, Uzo. I, I, I gotta call up my, my girlfriend Jennifer on the phone. <laughs> oh, oh, her number's 1-900. <laughs> Uh, oh, Stacy! it's your roommate Jennifer. Oh.
0: Uh, I don't think you know how this works, but whatever. I'd
1: like to take her on a date. <laughs> a and date I,
0: around the dial. I, I
1: don't mean a date like Indy was eating at my home. Because <laughs> those dates were poison.
0: Thank God my monkey friend got it away from him. There's definitely wild animals living in this man. Oh, absolutely! House. Yeah. Oh my God! It's, yeah, it's there's pornography, definitely there's a... licorice liqueur and exotic animals. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's a caged rooster.
0: Oh, this guy—that's <laughs> his this alarm guy.
1: clock slash cockfighting.
0: Yeah, this guy participates in all sorts of animal fights, not just you know cockfighting, fighting, gator Sk- wrestling, skunk fighting, whatever, man. Whatever. Baboon slap. Baboon slap fighting. <laughs> Oh, they'll do it. You'll slap the teeth right out of your mouth, Gary. <laughs> so, Fred's like, all right, now let's get in here. And, like, this is when Frank makes a fatal mistake. So, he's cutting this painting out of the wall because, like...
1: They're cutting the wall. They're To get around the security system, they are cutting a hunk of the wall out
0: with a pen knife (laughs) now we should be clear by the way so when they're outside you know the guy has his back to the window and this woman's like making out with him or whatever and she's totally naked and she waves to the two dudes and he's like "All right, now it's time to go in and hey Frankie you finished yet (laughs) stop (laughs) jerking off there's a painting to
2: steal you want to come back I'll show you something at my house turn your hair white show you a couple things i have a two-bedroom apartment i do
0: and i live alone you can have the run of the litter i'll tell you, take you to my dark room where i don't develop photographs so the, this woman gives them like a thumbs up and they go into the house but it's like the way i'm imagining this this is laid out just by like the way the, the 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 film is cutting around these rooms, it's yeah. like this guy is fucking this woman in one room, and she's she's like really overdoing it volume yeah. wise sure. to cover up what's going on in the other room. But they're like literally just around the corner. Yeah, yeah, they're like, like right there. This dude is definitely hearing everything that's happening. Yeah, I mean, you're. I feel like you're even in the throes of ecstasy. You're like you're very sensitive to outside noises. What the fuck is that? You know? Well, at one point, Frank knocks over a bottle of champagne, and the guy's like, oh, "Hey, what the fuck? Something I, fell."
1: And, and within that moment, we reveal that he's recording the sexual. Encounter. Oh yeah, he's
0: making some pornos of his own. This yes, guy is. there
1: is a there is a TV and VCR running, baby. And you got and he, I was just thinking, like this this rich guy whose whose house this is. In like five years, is going to put in that VHS tape and start doing his stuff, and then he's going to get to the point where, like, all oh, right, I remember when, all uh, oh, that noise that I thought was uh, something falling <laughs> over. Oh, that's when my, I guess, I guess his life was ruined in that. His, his painting is stolen. Yeah. Oh.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, see, now we're fucking. We're fucking. We're fucking. Now a priceless artifact is being <laughs> stolen from my you house. You think you would
1: edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> Two VCRs together. Yeah, no,
0: then you have to do the tape to tape edit, and that's a lot of work for a homemade porno. Just hemming and hawing and like going into it, and he's like watching the tape, and then he hears, Oh, my foot! <laughs> <laughs> and the guy is just like, He's just kicking himself. He's like, How did I not hear that fat Greek man yelling?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's also hearing him just eating in the kitchen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Frank,
1: we got time to play pool.
0: <laughs> oh, John Reese Davies is definitely using the bathroom in this mansion. <laughs> hey, Frank, what's the mustard situation in there? <laughs> it
1: is, it, but that is the level of unprofessionalism because this is so. So then they they get to the the painting, and it's just like a, that security system so solid just cuts it off the wall. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then he just clips a bunch of wires like it's not even anything. And yeah. like, well, well, first you have to cut it out. Now oh, I'm it- going to cut the blue wires. See, it's easy.
2: There's
1: also a great line like, like walls are so weak these days. Like, oh, back in Greece, made out of stone, everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's ancient. Oh,
2: The stone that, that the ancients put down. Oh, I lived in the Colosseum, I did. <laughs> you know, I ever tell you about the time I tricked Hades to get my sister back? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is in Greece. (laughs) Did I ever tell you about the one time I walked straight into hell? (laughs) The stipulation was I couldn't turn around or I'd be stuck (laughs) there forever.
1: (laughs) Then he got exiled by Poseidon. His Greek (laughs) ship was thrown against the coast of Montreal.
0: (laughs) I beat Athena in a sewing contest. So they get this painting. Oh, I guess out. it's
1: Neptune. Sorry. I think I was using the Roman version. Ah.
0: So they get this painting. You know what out. made me
1: think about that, Andrew? What's that? I was like, oh wait, the Neptune Diner. They believe in Neptune. Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. See? New York City landmarks. It helps out yeah. whenever you you know, just when you least suspect. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where I get my all, all my mythology from. <laughs> Greek diner menus. <laughs> So he, this guy finishes and realizes some fat guy's eating a sandwich at his, at his kitchen island there. Well, at
1: first he sort of, like, he finishes and he walks out there like, ah, I finished. Time to appreciate my art. <laughs> what, 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 what?
0: Yeah, it's a real, like, oh, well, don't you know, baby? After every fuck, I got to go out and look at this painting. I'll be right back. <laughs> Pause VCR. <laughs> he goes out, and Reese Davies has the drop on him, and he gives him like a, a Kirk hammer punch to the back of the head. <laughs> and he drops, and he's got a gun in his hand. And Reese Davies is like, Let's get the fuck out of here. And he doesn't take the gun. <laughs> no, which yeah. he Ugh. certainly. I'm sorry. I thought
1: the slider portal was opening. <laughs> Come on, Rembrandt
0: Jones, let's go. It's the only character's name I remember is yeah. that dude Rembrandt Jones. But it doesn't... Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not a... Quinn Mallory. That Quinn was Jerry Mallory. O'Connell's name. I'm not a seasoned professional criminal, so I don't know... <laughs> and even I would disarm somebody I, I knocked out. Like, just... Oh, oh yeah. I'll take this gun. Hey, guess what? I could sell this gun later or something. Why not? You're stealing all sorts of stuff while you're there. Then you're you're making out like a <laughs> literally like a bandit. So he's walking out the door, and the guy kind of does a it. Mitchell. It's like, "Hey, what?" And he gets shot in the back. <laughs> and it's awesome because this dude is completely naked, just firing at. <laughs> yes, this guy. that's something
1: we forgot to mention. He is nude the entire time. <laughs> the entire time.
0: Which I think it's one of the only cases I can recall in a motion picture where a a dude appears on screen yeah and his only screen time he's just nude <laughs> the, all the, time. the time he's naked the first <laughs> time we see him till the last time we maybe see maybe he doesn't just
1: believe in clothes maybe he's like a nudist as well
0: <laughs> well i mean he, he's clearly living in like an eyes wide shut mansion oh yeah, yeah, yeah this mansion out in the middle of the woods all sorts of weird shit's going on <laughs> Ray davies knocks him out he's like hold on i'm gonna go to the bedroom he eject. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I have porno movies at home. <laughs> I collect them this way. So Reese Davies is is shot in the gut, or like on the side, or he's something. Shot in the back is okay. And you know, it's like uh, let's get out of here, Indy. You know, and, you know, he's like, you have to drive now because I'm almost paralyzed. <laughs> And they speed away. And, by, and the, oh, by the way, Frank
1: also fucking face yes. plants onto the painting. Their ceiling, and it just screeches against the pavement. Yeah. For,
0: for like two feet. Totally tears this canvas. It's fucking useless. So that now the whole thing is is completely useless. They did this for nothing. An elaborate vandalism.
1: <laughs> but it, he brings the painting anyway. They get into the van. They drive to Gary Busey's shady
0: garage abuse he's not having he's ready to kill everybody he's definitely ready to kill he he kind of is they kind of love each other uh ozzy and frank here yeah well there's it's a no, long term relationship ozzy and, and john reese davies john reese davies character, <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah. Sala, but, please yeah, Sala, Sala. i apologize and um but he's ready to kill frank he's like no no it wasn't the kid it was me I, i've gone soft by the way, I'm bleeding to death. Can we hurry this <laughs> up a bit?
1: Oh, and, and is, and, uh, How that, long
0: to the next slide?
1: <laughs> Gary Busey has taken his, uh, Frank's girlfriend. Uh, what was it? Not Laura Dern? Flora Dern. Flora, F- Flora Dern. Dern,
0: yeah. She's been taken hostage. Obviously, because that's the only reason she's in this movie is to get kidnapped eventually. Right.
1: And, you know, it's it's you know, it, it's, a, it's a kidnapping that they instantly show up. So it's
0: kind of... Even it's it's sort of nothing. nothing. It's like they're revealed to be kidnapped right when you find out that they're kidnapped, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But before the kidnapping happens, you know, John Rhys Davies is like, "Well, I can't go to the hospital. They'll call the police." So Gary Busey has, like, as as all criminals do, there's yes. a mob doctor, of course, on yeah. the side, but. I guess Gary Busey was last to shine, sign up for like the mob doctor hiring conference because the guy that he gets is a veterinarian who's addicted to heroin. <laughs> yeah. And like he's the dude. It's like this really shady deal, like in Chinatown. And he's like, his name is Chin, Dr. Chin. Yeah. And he's like, you know, okay, take, you know, take these pills for the pain or whatever. And uh, he he says, uh, he says, wh- what is he's trying to figure out like, oh, he's like, I got to cut this bullet out of you. He's like, just cut it out already. <laughs> and the guy is like, well, I don't have anything for your pain. And he goes, yes, you do. I know you do. And he pulls this dude's shirt sleeve up. And he's like, you know, like, I see your track marks. Give mm. me some of your heroin while you cut this bullet out of me. John Reese davies <laughs> badass in this movie. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, that's what you got to do in that situation. Oh, your face is melting off. (laughs) It's like a movie I was in.
2: (laughs) Your face looks like it's sliding. (laughs) Oh, take me to Middle Earth.
0: (laughs) Remember when I played that dwarf? All of a sudden, I'm three feet tall, (laughs) Indy.
1: Yeah, you were helms deep in that role.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, it took me a second. (laughs) So now he's all doped up. He's like, let's go steal this other (laughs) (laughs) painting. Who's up for a burglary? (laughs) And, you know, because we got to do them both by sunup or fucking God knows what's going to happen. By the way, this other guy must have called the police. He knows exactly (laughs) that a rotund man and a balding man just tried to fucking rob him because they didn't wear masks. Then they go to this other bullshit museum where he sends Frank in and no one is wearing masks. No. No one is wearing masks. And its I don't think it's a museum. I think it's like a country club type oh, thing. Oh, you're right. Because someone calls the front desk and is like, oh, I left my briefcase there or some shit. It's like a gun yeah, club or like a gentleman's club or something. There is
1: definitely a security guard there walking around, you know, putting
0: his nose in. Because Frank, you know, He's learning from the best with John Reese davies (laughs) We just walk in. And the first lesson... (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What is the first lesson he teaches them? Just rip it off the wall, Indy. (laughs) So the guy does it, and of course an alarm goes off, and this fucking security guard's like, oh, well, that's really terrible, buddy. You're the worst thief I've ever encountered. And And then draws his gun and starts firing. (laughs) the way he gets out of this jam is the Scooby-Doo method, which is to knock a coat of armor onto someone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is a big nice, nice thing that goes on. This guy's like, oh no. And then they pull off his mask, and it was the fucking the old Ferris wheel r- runner or whatever. So at some point, I don't know if it's before or after this, but we have a final scene with the little brother because this movie's terrible and doesn't know how to wrap things up properly. But yeah. the little brother shows up at the loft and, and Flora Dern answers the door, or he's sitting outside in the cold and she comes yeah. in with groceries like Oh, great, I guess come in, you know. And so the guy, Frank, comes home and they have this hilarious argument where Flora Dern's calling him the fucking useless piece of shit. Your brother's garbage. I don't want him here anymore. And the guy's like, you don't even know what you're talking about. He's blood. You don't know what that's like. And then it's, the, it's amazing the way they frame this argument because the two of them are on either side of the frame and then this idiot is in the middle, like in the background, just like,
2: Oh, hey, guys, I'm just back here drinking some Surge, and uh, I can kind of hear every word you're saying. It's not cool to talk about someone when they're in the room. It's a loft. I know you guys are technically in the bathroom, but I can hear you. He's the worst character
1: ever, right? Like, his life is the MacGuffin of this movie.
0: (laughs) It is. It absolutely is. It's not worth it. It's not. You should just, you know what? If Frank knew any better he would have broke this dude's neck.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He would have been like, hey, Paul Heyman, you can DDT this guy into a piece of concrete and break his skull. Get, I don't care. Kill him. Go get RVD to give him a fucking power bomb into a bunch of chairs.
2: <laughs> oh, no. He's going to wrap me up in barbed wire and hit me with an exploding two-by-four. Oh, jeez. It's pretty cool. Rob Van Dam was a really nice guy, though. I got his autograph. It cost me $30 Canadian.
1: So you know, they they run away. They get back to Busey with the next painting,
0: and this is the big standoff. And again, a really poorly directed action scene. <laughs> there, there's
1: one great motivation here because now Busey's obviously pissed. I mean, obviously he didn't even get one of them's ruined, and now he's like he's got. As we know, he's like the agent for Frank's artwork, so he's just like. Maybe I'll just shoot you and kill you, and then the value will go right, up yeah. on his
0: art. Here's this great artist who was murdered in my own garage. Figure that out. <laughs> Weird. I, I watched this man's soul leave his body. <laughs> I saw. I saw it leave his eyes. Now each canvas is fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Ten thousand for the canvas, forty thousand for the soul. <laughs> and I, I keep it in this mason jar. <laughs> you could suck out a little bit of the soul for forty thousand dollars. Just be careful, though. It'll rot your gums. (laughs) Make them recede back further into your teeth. How do you think these happen? Chomp, if you're going to suck on some of this soul, I recommend buying an electric toothbrush. (laughs) It really gets in all the nooks and crannies. And I I mean, like, he just killed. How does Busey die here? So the whole thing is like Gary Busey pulls out a fucking gun. Yeah. And he's going to kill Frank and kill the girlfriend. And Reese Davies, who is just about dead himself, is like, (laughs) I don't think so, (laughs) Indy. Don't do it. And he's like, he's like trying to like fight him, but he's obese.
1: It's Vader against Palpatine.
0: (laughs) He lifts him up, (laughs) he throws him down a shaft. Like you do. And it's like Gary Busey's gonna murder this guy. He's gonna shoot the girlfriend, and then Frank steps in the way and he's like, Oh, that's sweet. Chivalry's not dead. I'll kill you both. <laughs> and then and then and then fucking Aristotle Onassis over there just shoots <laughs> he shoots Gary Busey in the back like multiple times, and yeah. Busey just drops. It's intense. And then I'm like, Oh, well the best part of the movie's over. Unless he comes back as a ghost. (laughs) That was the ghost story I was telling you about.
2: (laughs) Ghosts exist in this world, don't you know?
0: It's a haunted art gallery, indeed. (laughs) All of these paintings are from Frank's past. (laughs) And some from Marcus (laughs) Brody. Marcus (laughs) Brody, sir. And the best part is the girlfriend... So she was pissed off. She's like, you know, you're doing crime again, blah, blah, blah. I can't believe this. You're a piece of shit. He's like, no, it's just my brother. And then she gets kidnapped. <laughs> and like, they're like, well, we got to drive this fat guy to the airport. And she's like, come the fuck on. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Like, she tries to leave him. Yeah. Uh, at, at one point, I think after they leave the airport, like dude, they leave yeah. Saul at the airport and she's like, you know what? I am done with this. I'm going to go take some pictures or something. I'm going to move out of this loft like you're done. And the dude just does the old like, I'm just going to wrestle you till you give in. And yeah. then you're just my girlfriend again. <sighs> like she just totally gives in like, yeah, you know ah, all right, fine.
1: She should leave because like, we, oh. Oh your 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 boyfriend was hiding his his scheme with the mafia and stealing art
0: from you? Like yeah. it's crazy. And also like his paintings are he can't go back and get those things. You yeah, know what well, I mean? They're, like they're garbage anyway. <laughs> that's all. let's be honest well that's what's kind of interesting about this movie is you never really actually see a full canvas yeah. oh. at all you can't see this oh, guy's like, work right there's
1: like ang- you get sort of an angle of it
0: like there's parts when gary when gary Busey's talking about like how his brush strokes are so great and all that yeah. shit but you're like up close so you never get to see what the full painting is we
1: never really get to appreciate his art
0: yeah guaranteed it's horse shit though <laughs> um so they do the, 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 handoff at the airport. This lady apparently, again, pre 9-11 world is get, they're doing an art, a crooked art deal in an airport <laughs> lobby. Well, like, it's, at, it's, like a at a the plane. it's right by the gate. Yeah. It's like, they're like loading a plane just out of frame and this woman walks in and yet he's somehow able to get <laughs> this wrapped canvas like just into the airport.
1: Oh, uh, well, let me just uh, help you with that canvas. Let me put my gun away. Yeah. <laughs> No, oh hello, hello! Uh.
0: No, I'm bleeding everywhere.
2: Don't mind
0: me. Oh,
1: it's an airport. It's like a bus station. Hold
0: <laughs> on, oh, let me just pop a few more of these heroin pills. <laughs> Delicious. He is magic Chinese yeah. heroin pills. He
1: really wants to get you know a mile high here because he's also he's gonna take a flight to to buy some Greek villa on some island. Oh, we
0: have, and this is obnoxious. The, yeah. It's the, one of these things. This character is talking about the entire movie. Oh, after this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna retire, I'm gonna buy a villa in Greece. And what's hilarious though is like he he sits down and he's like, Oh, I just have to sit for a minute. There's there's a plane coming in two hours to take me to Athens, Indy. And the guy's like, Yeah, okay, I guess just sit down, it's fine. And he's like the guy says, uh, like, well maybe you could come visit me. Bring your girlfriend. And the guy's like, Yeah, yeah, maybe Maybe we'll come visit you. Assuming we don't <laughs> break up right now, which we definitely will. And uh, assuming I give more than half a shit about you, and whether you live or die. Well, the weird thing is, here's the problem. So they, they do the deal, whatever. They get a million dollars. So, yes. because It was each painting for a million dollars. like, well, you only got me half. He's like, well, you know, Gary Busey's got to go find him. <laughs> She's like, I'll do that. Yeah, she <laughs> says, like, where's the other painting? And he's like, you'll have to ask Gary Busey the next time you see him. <laughs> And so he gets a million dollars and he gives just it just in a bag. <laughs> and he gives it to what's his face? He gives it to John Reese Davies and he's like it's great because John Reese Davies like, "Well, I think you're you're entitled to half of this, huh?" And he refuses it, which refuses doesn't make the money. it doesn't make any fucking sense. You're
1: you've been in debt to the mafia, you've done all this shit, someone offers you $500,000
0: and he says like it wouldn't be right. It's like dude what did you fucking get in this for then yeah. this is the whole thing This you're doing this because you didn't have $40,000 laying around ah,
1: so Sala gives him his solid gold necklace or whatever instead he's like don't sell it for under uh, $50,000 or, or yeah or
0: whatever like. it is because uh, the guy says like it wouldn't be right because it's stolen money so then Salah's like well take this medal it's the only thing in my life I never stole I stole all that pornography I was talking about <laughs> oh Andy. by the way go, Go to my house. There's a lockbox. 2345. That's the, uh,
2: that's that's the passcode and you'll find shit that'll turn your hair white. By the way, go to my house and burn it to the ground. (laughs) Do me a favor. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah, burn it to the ground. If you hear any screams, don't worry about it. Just keep on a walking.
1: He actually tells him like the address like he's super serious about <laughs> this. No, seriously, burn it to the ground. And turn your hair white.
0: Have a kick for me. Well, the best part about this is he goes, he's like, well what about your back? He's like, Oh, don't worry he he's out of pillbox. I've got Dr. Chin's magic pills. <laughs> Indiana Jones and Dr. Chin's magic pills, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sequel I want. There's all get smashed on heroin. There's gonna be a whole lot of racism in that story. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. If Steven Spielberg's touching it. <laughs> so you know, whatever he's like. All right, well, nice knowing you, Sala. Thanks for the medallion. You sure I can't interest you in five hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> One more time, because uh, may I remind you, Indy, I'm bleeding to death
1: internally while I sit here. Speaking of which, he sits down. He dies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a real one-two punch. Some, Ass hits yeah. the seat. Heart stops. Uh,
1: and like you know, the camera starts to you know pan up a little bit. It's kind of kind of artful. And some little snotty kids like. It was this gross bag.. Mm. Yeah, throw it in the garbage. There
0: goes your money. Because, no, you know what that is, dude? Oh, I know. That's a clever screenwriter right there. And then a child, a nameless child, enters the frame, picks up the bag, looks at it. Well, it's just a bag. It's not a bag with a dollar sign on it. It's not a suitcase, man. It's just a bag. Right, man. He takes this bag, and he just throws it in the garbage. And you know what, man? No one's going to ever find out about that money. Everything they did was for nothing, man. I'm a fucking (laughs) genius, man. Let's be applauding and it snaps. <laughs> that
1: was Quentin Tarantino Jr.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, it's just terrible. It's just a bad indie '90s crime yeah. caper. And yeah. like, why wouldn't you take the money? I'm sorry, I really, I <laughs> just really cannot get money. A, it's found you've money. Already,
1: at that com- you've done the crime. Yeah.
0: Do the money. <laughs> I want to see the scene where they get home from the airport and this fucking loser is just still sitting there like,
2: so, hey, guys, did you have a good trip to the airport or what? (laughs) Did you uh, solve all my problems? Because uh, I'm solving my own problems right now with a couple of tabs of sweet, sweet acid. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Here's
1: this gold necklace. And then he gets stolen by Roger Klotz.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He nice one, funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no,
2: not again. Now there has to be a canvas, too, don't you know? <laughs> I'm still a debt to the mafia. And, uh, <laughs> hey, guys, you notice anything different about me? Yeah, I don't have any thumbs anymore. They came <laughs> when you work on so long, they got impatient, don't you know? Yeah, that's worth reminding everyone. They are still in debt to the mafia. They they only they paid are, off
0: 10 grand.
1: Yeah, they have 30 grand left. That's that's a couple of arms and legs.
0: And the vig, I mean, I'm sorry, and like, you know, yeah, in four, there's, there's definitely a vig in this situation. In 3 days it's 35 grand. So like really the the, the profitability here and where Just the fuck take are you getting 45 grand for a medallion? I, do you know where to sell a medallion, Eric? I don't. Uh, the Diamond District, maybe? <laughs> if, in fact, this movie takes place in Manhattan and you can find a Diamond District. I don't know if Montreal has one. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. you know what? A, a medallion that smells like a John Reese Davies, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it's been around my neck for 40 <laughs> years, Indy. Oh, this is greasy. We can't do anything with this. Get out of here. <laughs> but that's the other thing, is like, this guy, like, What's bullshit is just because JRD saves this dude's life at the end of this movie, all of a sudden they're best buds and yeah. he fucking loves this guy or yeah. whatever. You don't know anything about this fat old man. He's a fucking lying, cheating, professional thief. <laughs> yeah. He could still just be, you know, screwing you out of how much money. Yeah. Exactly. It's made out of tin. Take the million dollars. And the only reason he doesn't is because this screenwriter thought it would be more clever for a faceless kid to throw it in the garbage. It'd be great if like, you know, he's like, oh, what a noble man. Here, take my medallion. And he leaves and he sits down and he dies. And the guy's just like, he goes back and he takes it back. I knew he was gonna die. Like he he really looked at death's door. Now I got the whole million. And That's you know smart. because this is this is it's an art crime film, right? Uh-huh. And not art because the deal in the art world, it's an artistically thought about and written and 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 filmed movie. But so it's like John Reese Davies is dead, and there's this overhead shot, and it's like we're gonna back up a little bit, we're gonna back up a little bit more, and then we're just gonna fade out. <laughs> extreme to the extreme, got a turbo on your bike, and like that dumbass fucking fart rap song yeah, yeah. starts again. and I'm like, you just artistically faded out on this dead anti hero thief guy. Where are the violins?
1: I, I don't care. Some guy's telling me about it. he's got turbo on his bike, so I want to hear about that now. Oh,
0: that's from my rap
1: album, To the Extreme. Oh I'm that, the living dream. That's where he's wearing that giant golden clock. <laughs>
2: I'm a hype man in public enemy.
0: <laughs> oh
2: shit, here it comes!
0: I'm Feta flave. <laughs> man, I would love John Rice Davis to be the fucking hype man of my rap outfit because <laughs> he'll hype people up, man. Oh, he'll get he'll get everything going, but he can only work for like the first five minutes of the set, and then he's just got to go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a big fat guy exhale and then, absolutely. And then he dies <laughs> 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 oh, he,
1: like... when he sits down after hyping you up
0: when that kid by the way like the, the moment after he throws the bag in the garbage like the mother comes up and she's like jimmy we have to go ew a dead man <laughs> and he's like ew get away from that fat dead corpse <laughs> it's ridiculous it's insane <sighs> and that's the end of the movie we never find out What happens to this idiot little brother? Paul Heyman never comes back. I
1: think the idea is like, oh, they got the medallion. That's going to work out. They paid back the mob. They got a little something extra for themselves. End of story. Everyone's happy.
0: But that doesn't make any. I I, I know, but that doesn't make (laughs) any sense because you can't just hawk things unless you. I don't know.
1: It's I mean, I could have used a Gary Busey funeral.
0: Like, oh yeah, <laughs> where like it's like the art community has yeah. come out to mourn the greatest art dealer Montreal's ever he seen. He was supposed to be one of the best. Yeah, I
1: mean he said that. You're <laughs> uh, supposed to be one of the best.
0: Would anybody recommend Canvas? I wouldn't. Uh, it's a <laughs> bit dry for my tastes. It's a bit slow. There's no cool super action. Like if I want a nine, if I want a 90s crazy artistic caper, I want like cool colors like a bad killing zoe kind of a <laughs> shitty movie there's a lot of bad colors <laughs> or, or, in squat no i'm saying it wrong basquiat there we
1: go <laughs> what i thought it was chocolate syrup
0: <laughs> or like you know like cool music you know good it just doesn't fit any of those molds and there's no good action i i, it, I love sitting down with rice reese davies for almost two hours but not that much no
1: I uh, actually, I would recommend it. It's not a hard recommend. It's a soft recommend. Uh-huh. Because it's it's just pretty dumb as we've gone through it. And it's just just seeing two s- cinemas, heavyweights, Gary Busey and, <laughs> and, and, and uh, Sala <laughs> go up against each other and stuff. I and, and then all the Canadian talk. I mean, you know, I mean. Don't don't stop what you're doing, but if you find yourself in a position sure.
0: I mean, I would say it's not a recommend, but like if you are really curious into checking out a huge train wreck, nothing about this movie works. The biggest problem with this movie is there's not enough Gary Busey. No. Like it's that it's the, the chattering that's, teeth countdown clock we talked yeah,
1: about. Yeah, that's the problem with every movie though. <laughs>
0: That's, you know, it's the problem with Gravity, with 12 Years a Slave, with yeah. Philomena. Mm-hmm. There's just no Gary Busey in any of these movies. <laughs> and somehow they're getting nominated for awards? Get out of town. I don't get it either, man. <laughs> but, I mean, he is the the absolute best part of this movie. Because, like we said, he gives 110% in everything he does. And it's, I, I personally don't think it's worth it. But, I mean, these two brothers are the worst actors I've ever seen it's just everyone's the worst actor I've ever seen. It's really f- phenomenal it's like an, an it's like an art movie where they're making like anti art or oh, something
1: <laughs> th- that's the point right oh yeah yeah so oh. okay
0: wait now it's 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 brilliant
1: i yeah it's a hard <laughs> recommend now it just got it it went from soft to hard. <laughs>
0: That sounds like bullshit, Indy. Hey, I don't need this. I got porno movies at home. <laughs> That's Canvas from 1992, directed by Alan Zaloum. If you want to get a hold of us and find out more information about the show, check out the website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast. Subscribe to this show and blame it on Outer Space in iTunes. We're also on Stitcher Radio. Wherever you get our shows, rate and review them if you please. We would greatly appreciate it. Like we said at the top of the program, if you haven't... Got- Gotten it yet? Check out our app or our Bandcamp page. Side Order of Sleeves, WHM On Screen, Animation Damnation. They're all there and ready for the taking. Clue for next week Damien Lewis. Damien and- Lewis. Homelands, Damien Lewis. That's the clue for next week. Until then, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Eric Sisko. Take it easy. you to be a peeping tom
2: hey i got porno movies of my own at home i don't need this